Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today our guest is Sockham Hawk Storm, and we'll be talking about America's First Nations. Well, first of all, good morning, Hawk Storm. Good morning. Glad so, to be here. We're glad to have you. And let's let's define a few things. What is a sachem, or how do you pronounce that? It's pronounced sachem. Sachem. Oh, sachem. I apologize. Okay. What is a sachem? And that's spelled S-A-C-H-E-M for right. our listeners. Sachem. It is a uh, chief of my people. Okay. It's and a it's a very highly honored position. Correct. Yeah, like radio co-host. Yeah, no. <laughs> something like that. And what, when you when you talk about America's First Nations, what do you what do you mean by that? Um, the uh, people that were here before, um, yeah. the Native Americans yeah. of the of the area. You know, it's funny that uh, that you should uh, introduce that uh, phrase to our listeners, probably for the first time, because in Canada, they talk about uh, well, they be Native Canadians, not Native Americans, but they talk about what used to be known as the Indian tribes as the First Nations. They do. Uh, now, yeah. trivia trivia question: Either one of you. Why did white America refer to our native population as Indians? I don't know. I, I bet... Christopher um, Columbus. Well, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Columbus or one of the other European explorers, they went west for a passage to India where all the tea was. They landed here, not knowing that there was an entire continent here. <laughs> Between here and there. And they saw uh, the, the First Nations, the natives, and said, oh... We're in India, so you're Indians. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, which uh, which tribe do you belong to? Uh, Scaticoke. It's in. Um, it's bordering Kent, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dover Plains. Well, my, my sole claim to fame in this is that I'm an honorary member of the Lenin Lenape Indians because they're very involved with Boy Scouts, and they name me a, a very long name, which is. Scout leader that talks in parables. So <laughs> I can't even start to pronounce Which it. Which means that you talk a lot. And tell stories. It's uh, tell yeah. stories. Right. Okay. Our guest on Radio Rotary, Hawk Storm. He is a sachem of the Scaticoke uh, tribe, uh, part of America's First Nations, and we learn all about them. Have you always been interested in, in your heritage, or is this something that came to you uh, later in life? You know, it was more later in life. Uh, I was taken away from my family at a, at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know a lot about myself. Right. And when I when I started learning about it was probably about I would say 2012. Right. Well, you're about your heritage. You're relatively young you're, man. you're a young man. Yeah, so yeah. you so not too long ago, several years ago, you started learning about what your true background was. Would that be safe to say? Yeah. And, and I ended up going over to the reservation and trying, trying which is to located work, where uh, between Dover Plains and Kent, Connecticut. Okay. And w- geography, little. Um, it's the Scaticoke, Preston Mountain. Preston Mountain. Macedonia. Yeah. Area. area, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the oldest reservations in the country. And it, by the way, it's beautiful. Yeah. So you you went back and you researched your heritage? I was doing a lot of research on it. I went to uh, go visit with some of the people on the reservation, see what I could do to help out, you know, and, and see where we can go. 
and I learned about different issues going on. So before that, you were not raised in your native culture. No. All right. No. A lot of did you did you even know that that you were? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you knew that. So you researched it, and now as a young man, you you're really embracing that, and and you've become the sanctum. Yeah, it's a hereditary position, also. Oh, I see. I was going to ask you, how did you how did you arise to that? See, I didn't. I didn't really. um, Because that means you're the chief. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) It's kind of crazy (laughs) in a short period of time. Um, I didn't really start off wanting to be in that position. But when I saw how screwed up things were over at the reservation, I wanted to see if I, there was something that I could do to make things better, and people started following me. Let's get into that a little bit. You know, uh, the re- problem I, I see with the reservation system is it's out of sight, out of mind. People don't understand what's happening in the reservations. They think, well, these reservations must be doing well. They all have casinos, and, uh, you know, they don't understand that the, the, the poverty and the health issues and the Alcohol, education issues. drugs. Right. Let's, let's get into that a little bit. Um, what what is the current status of life on local reservations here in the Hudson Valley? I can speak on on Scattercoke. Uh, there's only two uh, families living on the reservation. Really? Um, back in the 30s and 40s, it, there was a mass migration off the reservation. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kent has been fighting for years to keep us from getting federal recognition. Right. And, you know, the amount of land that's no longer recognized as Scattercoke and the amount of problems due to drugs and alcohol in our family is absolutely ridiculous. Um, So it is a truism that um, First Nation people genetically can be predisposed to addiction issues. I mean, speak to that a little bit. I don't know if it's a genetic thing. I've read that, and I'm not sure how proven that is. So... I say we're allergic to spirits. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, but I think it's more of the few generations that have been oppressed onto the reservations, mm-hmm. and it's hard to get jobs outside of the reservation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you get kind of like discouraged. And So it's more of a sociology mm-hmm. situation, you feel. Yeah. Would you also okay. say, uh, Hawkstorm, uh, that part of the problem is uh, the concept of the majority of uh, citizens uh, of what Native American culture is all about is... It comes from Hollywood, TV, movies, and, uh, you know, you saw all these giant Wayne pictures where the, the Indians, or as they were called then, were just, you know, raiding parties and, you know, putting arrows in peoples and stuff, and that probably the only positive uh, example we had when I was growing up in the 50s was Jay Silverheels, who played Tonto on The Lone Ranger, but even then, Hollywood had him, who, he was a very articulate man, very educate, well-educated man. I saw him interviewed a number of times on, on interview shows, but they had him talking in, in, in broken English. Uh, how much of, of that lingering uh, stereotyping is, is still a problem today? I think it's a big problem. I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with the education system, as well as, like you said, uh, movies. And I mean, this is how people view us. That's, you know, as Trump says, you don't look Indian. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look mm. Indian to me. And we get that a lot. Well, the funny thing about uh, Indian portrayals in Hollywood was most of the time it was a non-Native American actor doing it. The weirdest one I ever saw was Drumslow and the Mohawk with Gary Cooper. Trivia question, Sarah O'Connell, who played the Indian chief? I have no idea because I'm not old enough to know the answer to that. It's quite true. It's quite true. You could see the reruns, though. Get it on Netflix. Okay. The Indian chief was played by... No, no. I'm going to give you the answer. All right. We want to hear it. The Indian chief was played by... 
Boris Karloff. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine worse casting? You know what? I think that's all against the union rules now. <laughs> you can't you can't play ethnic groups. It's certainly in theaters. Our that guest it, that on Radio Rotary is, is uh, so, Satrim Hawkstorm of the Scattercoke uh, tribe. Uh, I want to know American how many First members Nation. are in this tribe yeah. that's right here in the Hudson Valley. Okay, that's an interesting question because there's three factions of Scattercoke. So, okay. Um, one of the main things and the main reason that I'm I have so many followers, I guess, is because we have um, stepped away from the gaming and and the uh, you know fighting with the towns and stuff like I mean, that. The for situation. the casinos, for yeah. the gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's always been a big issue. And that's, I feel that it's more important to bring our people together and, you know, do things together and instead of just to have for, your community. Yeah. 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 Okay. One of the main reasons is because of addiction, because uh-huh. that lack of self, right. the lack of community has caused so much rift in who we are. Mm-hmm. And really is destroying our families and kind of. So some of your activities, and we'll get back to how many people are members of the tribes and things. Oh, yeah, sorry yeah. About that. No, no, no. I just, but um, you have been very busy. I just want everybody to know before I forget, you've been very busy in the Harlem Valley, in particular the 22 corridor, and then from the geographically right where you're centered, from Dover and Kent and that area, of uh, bringing awareness to the community that a you guys exist, b you are a community. And see that you want to create destinations and activities and things that reflect that and bring people together. Yeah, I could give a little history on that. Okay. Is that in 1676, the Scattercoke was formed and the Whitnodmock Treaty up in Rensselaer County. Mm-hmm. And, um, the tree that was planted is still there today. We go up there every year on Mother's Day to go honor this treaty. So the Scattercoke actually started then and moved, got moved down into Syracuse, then down into Chicamanco, and then down into Dover. And then so you migrated. Well, we got pushed down. Uh-huh. Um, okay. All right. And ultimately, uh, ending up over at the reservation bordering Kenton Dover. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to express and show not only the history of the area, um, but our involvement in the history of the area and how how close we've been with these local towns gotcha. from, the, from the beginning. And we're going to hear more about that in the second half. We certainly are. But first, let's remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treboss, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Sachem Hawk Storm of the Scattercoke uh, Tribe of America's First Nations. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Kingston Sunrise, Millbrook Nanuet, and Newburgh, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. 
Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info, radiorotary.org. Signing off, Kathy with a smile. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebwasser, and today we are talking to Sachem Robert Hawk Storm Birch, and that means that he is the chief of the Scaticoke uh, First Nations. Um, he's a young man. He is very active in creating awareness and getting information out there, and also Get, uh, really kind of embracing and bringing his community back together. Let's embrace him by welcoming back to the Absolutely. second half of Radio Rotary, Hawk Storm. Thank you. Thank you. Glad so to be again, here. So again, for those who may have joined us late, remind us what the uh, the title that you have, Sage, and what is that all about? Um, it was, it's a title, first of all, uh, it's a hereditary title, but it's it's a uh, title that's given to me for being the leader of my people. Okay. And the Scaticoke uh, tribe of uh, First Nations are located where? We are working Working in uh, Dover, our our reservation is in Kent, Connecticut. Right. And so, yeah, we we've been doing a lot of local things with uh, along the Route 22. Right. And one of the things you're going to be doing, uh, not only to help your own people, but to educate others about uh, the history of America's First Nations, is a cultural center. Tell us about that. Yeah, we want to build a cultural center, which is going to have conferences, schooling, agriculture. We want to involve local communities. We want to get get the uh, local farms involved. We also want to do uh, leadership programming for the kids, uh, peer leadership training, have them work the agriculture, work with the animals, work with us on the in the uh, cultural center. And this brings, like, of course, an alternative to addiction. Well, this almost, almost brings things uh, full circle because before the Europeans came to America and uh, uh, the, the Native Americans were, uh, you know, the sole residents here, they were very highly agricultural nations, were they not? Absolutely. 
absolutely. We weren't complete drifters, as people thought, and there was actually millions of us here. And Hawkstorm, you mentioned uh, the, the issue of addiction. How big a problem is that in the uh, Native American tribes? It's a huge problem. I think I think it's a huge problem for everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's definitely a huge problem for Native Americans. A lot of the reservations are very segregated, um, you know, and it's hard for for people to get jobs outside of the community and and they're really not wanted in right. the towns so uh kent for example they don't want us there mm-hmm. you know because they're afraid of the land deals that they've made and they're afraid of us having any kind of control over a situation over there so they do not like supporting us whatsoever so it was really hard for my people to get jobs in the area you know they would actually have to walk to different towns to to try to get anything. Employment. You know, some people have the yeah. misapprehension that now that many of the uh, First Nation tribes are running casinos, that you know happy days are here. Everyone <laughs> is empl- in, the, in the tribe is employed. You guys are all rolling a in fortune m- and, and money. money. What's the reality there? I think the reality of, of that is is absolutely not. First of all, uh, secondly, we don't automatically come with a paycheck from the government mm-hmm. just because our you know the color of our skin. It just doesn't ha- happen. I think the federal recognition system has been the biggest divide and conquer in Native American country uh, to date. The it's a perfect system to divide us. Well, explain what that is first of all. What is the recognition system? So the federal recognition is is you know you get uh, there's about 560 nations right now that are federally recognized mm-hmm. out of the well over a thousand nations that are here. Now it's kind of like to me asking a foreign government to acknowledge you. Right. <laughs> Which, uh-huh. personally, I can't tell anybody who's American, right? No. Right. I, mean, I can't go to Europe and ask tell right. them who's European, so yeah. I don't know how they could tell me who's Native American. You know, especially, I, I think it's kind of like a guilt thing, but uh, aside from that, it's also divided the the tribes to the point where we have these two giant casinos here in Connecticut and they're not benefiting any other Native American tribes. You know, so it's it's and they've actually fought to stop Scattercoke from getting federal recognition. Mm-hmm. They've helped Connecticut stop them. Really? Yeah. Our guest on Radio Rotary is uh, Sakem uh, Hawk Storm. He is with the Scattercoke Nation. He is the now an, uh, inherited leader, I should say, the the uh, the chief. That's the, what the uh, term Sachem means. And he's telling us about uh, some of the problems that uh, the First Nations uh, tribes, the Native Americans, are having even unto today. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. When you, for our listeners who are just joining us, just a little bit of backstory about our Sachem here. He um, was taken away from his uh, First Nations family and as a young man has rediscovered his heritage and reconnected um, with those people and in his tribe, basically here in the Harlem Valley, Hudson Valley. So you've integrated your Indian name, your First Nation name and your other name. And did the tribe give you your your name, um, Hawk Storm? My grandfather did about my grandfather did when I was probably around five. Is that right? Did you know that and carry that with you your whole life? Yep, I've always been a hawk. Great name, and you <laughs> you command that. I mean, they're very regal animals, and um, and he certainly is has has an amazing presence here. Before you were a guest on Radio Rotary, I've been listening to some of the activities that that you all have been doing, and recently to kind of kick the summer off earlier this year in June, you had your had an 
intertribal unity gathering um, uh, along the 22 corridor in Upper Wingdale, Lower Dover. Um, tell us, uh, do you plan on doing that again in the future? Absolutely. Actually, we want to make it a year yearly, an event. annual event. Yeah, terrific. The one of the cool things that has happened to me over the years, over the last few years, is that I had the opportunity to start working in the United Nations with on indigenous rights and human rights mm-hmm. and rights to women's bodies and rights to food, water, sovereignty, climate action. Um, I, I actually all got very to, topical. Yeah, I, I actually got to help lead the the climate march, and there was four hundred thousand people there in New York City. So that was pretty amazing. So we're big uh, fans of the United Nation. And I'm, I'm not, I don't know if you're aware of this, but also for our listeners, Rotary is the only service organization that has a seat at the United Nations. And they were also instrumental in the formation of the United Nations. We um, actually, the show, we go down every year, don't we, Jonah? That's right. To UN Day, where the U- United Nations building is closed for regular business. And Rotarians from all over the world, basically, all over the area, attend UN Day. So, Hawkstorm, uh, yeah. Uh, Hawk we Storm. hope to see you there yeah, next right. year. <laughs> but, uh, Hawkstorm, let, let's get into a little bit about um, the misapprehensions that some people may have about Native Americans, about those who are members of the First Nations. We talked at the first half of the show about, you know, Hollywood's portrayal, usually by non-Indian actors. And the uh, stereotype. The stereotyping, you know, savages and raiding parties. And even when there was the, the uh, very dignified presence of Jay Silverheels as Tonto on The Lone Ranger when I was a kid, uh, they forced him to talk in, in broken English. What are some of the misapprehensions people still have today about uh, members of the First Nations, and how can you help clear that up? We're not all Plains Indians. Right. Uh, we don't all go around wearing headdresses. I, I will say that he is dressed in a Harley Davidson t-shirt, and like <laughs> most young people, he's got his uh, MP3 headphones hanging around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Although you do have a beautiful uh, uh, amulet. It's a hawk. Uh, with uh, two... Yeah. Uh, 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 mother hawk feeding a baby hawk, yeah. it looks like. It's a this great... Was, this was actually given to me by the Maori of New Zealand. Oh, really? Um, it was made for me uh, out of uh, whalebone. Uh-huh. Um, I'm very honored to be able to work Well, this. this is one of the few times that <laughs> I feel, you know, for our listeners, that we don't have a visual. I mean, right. this is Radio Land, but we hope we brought that to life. It, it is a stunning medallion that you have that's hand-carved. You can see and it on our website, yeah, RadioRotary.org. Check it out. Check it out. As so, we're talking to Satchim Robert Hawkstorm Birch. Yeah, so let's talk about a little bit of the misapprehensions uh, in the minute or so we have left. And, uh, you know, what, what's the real story? We weren't savages. We were more like fishermen and farmers. Right. And there was a lot of us. Um, when, when the colonists first arrived, they actually had been very sick from being on the ocean. They were right. coming into winter. Many of their people didn't even survive the first winter. And then my great-grandfather, Massasoit, came and decided that it was time to help them. Mm-hmm. They actually talked amongst themselves. And there's back then, there was a group of different chiefs that would come together right. as a council of chiefs, and then Massasoit would have been the leader of 
all all the chiefs, and he would make the ultimate decision on what would happen. So they had decided to help them and teach them farming and teach them how to survive so that they, this wouldn't happen again. Uh, they were very non-warlike people. Mm-hmm. They all they understand that everybody has to be able to survive to to live here. And and for more information about the true history of the of America's First Nations, I know you have a website. Do you want to let people know? Uh, yeah, right now we have uh, unitysfn.org. Give that to us one more time. It's www.unitysfn. And that's sfm.org, and it's S as in Scatacoke First Nation. So yeah. unitysfn.org right. for more information. This has been fascinating. Yes, Hawkstorm, thank you so much for everything you're doing uh, to improve the lot of your own people, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It was our pleasure. And Sarah O'Connell, who brought us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill, East Wappingers, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.